0: Okay, the sixth aliyah, Shishi, brings us to one more note, a famous verse about the land of Israel, that it's the land that Hashem's eyes are there constantly. What does that mean that, Hashem, that Hashem's eyes are there constantly? That it's a place where we get added blessing. But you have to remember that anytime you get constant focus, that Hashem looks at it. That means, really, that it's not only an opportunity for blessing, but, of course, a potential for the other side of the coin if what he finds is not good. But this is one of the very famous verses, that is the land which Hashem seeks it out, and his eyes are constantly there from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. There is another important thing that when we say Hashem seeks it out that the way Rashi explains it is that it means that Hashem looks at it and what's happening there and then decides how it should flow to the rest of the world how the flow of blessing or whatever else happens because there's always a center point um, if you will, of the concentric circles and that, that when we say that Hashem seeks out and focuses on the land of Israel that means when he looks there and he decides to bless or otherwise, that's the center point from whence it all flows and that's very, very noteworthy. This Aliyah also brings us to the second paragraph of Shema, the paragraph of Shema, which, as we is famously called, the one that obligates us in in keeping the mitzvah. So there is a review, big picture of the fact that when we do the mitzvah, Hashem blesses us, and when we don't, God forbid, we go into exile. Um, some, some of the beautiful notes that come in this second paragraph of the Shema meaning just to explain there are three paragraphs of Shema this is the third one that we're learning in the Torah we're actually reading in the Torah but it's the second one that's repeated is supposed to be repeated every day and every night in the morning and evening Um so over here, Hashem says that you should be, you have to remember that the Torah should be like, like new to you. How do you keep it new to you? If, you, if the, that which was old, that what you learned previously, you implemented and made part of, of your life, it was special to you, so then you'll find opportunities for new things. Um, not only that, Hashem over here in the, in the second paragraph of the Shema calls on us to love him. That means that, of course, there's reward and, of course, there's potential punishments. But why should you do it? Um, Why should you serve Hashem? Is we should do it out of love, out of that special, special place of love and service of Hashem from your heart, says Rashi. Famous note, what is it that is called service of Hashem from your heart? That is, serving Hashem with your heart is through prayer. A person that you is called upon in this paragraph to pray to Hashem. Um, It's one of the places where we find the Torah talking about this. This, in the Shema, we discuss on both the communal... And an individual level that the community and the individual need to make sure they're committed to the service of Hashem, as described in the Torah. And if obviously, if you can get the energy of the community to help you, amazing. If you can impact the community, that it should be that it should be headed in the right direction, amazing. And if none of that's happening, then as an individual, you have your own responsibility. There's a famous note over here. Um, Hashem says that if you're doing wonderful, I'll give you the rains that you need. And so there's this interesting discussion about different types of rain that crops need at different times, at different stages of their development that Rashi goes through. But the famous note is that Rashi Rashi says that the rain will come on Friday nights. Friday nights, of course, no one has anywhere to go, nothing else to be, nowhere to be, because, of course, you're enjoying the Shabbos, and so then we're all sleeping, Um, and so, and so Hashem says in the good time, I'll send the rain, meaning the time when no one will get wet and drenched, but in a wonderful, wonderful way. Hashem says, the Torah says that as we eat, we'll find it to be satisfying. It'll be wonderful. And that blessing Rashi points out can happen on two levels. There can be lots and lots of it. And then there can be times when we're not eating a lot, but nonetheless, The blessing is that when we eat a little, we can be satisfied. A miracle could happen inside of us, um, which is a beautiful, beautiful uh, thing. Of course, now as we transition the second half of this paragraph, of the second paragraph of the Shema says, well, what if we don't? When we have all this blessing and we have so much good, there's always the potential of turning away from Hashem, and that, of course, we have to be so careful not to... Uh, turn away from Hashem. Rashi's note over here is that the reason why we have to get this warning is because when we have everything and if we're not turning to Hashem, a human being is wired in a manner whereby they need, they need to worship. They need to have a relationship with something bigger than them. They're always looking for something. And if they're not doing serving Hashem, then they'll find something else. But those things that you serve will always be distant from you because they don't have real strength and they can't and they can't do anything. Uh, interesting note over here, Rashi says, if, um, you know, if, if we don't listen to Hashem and we get sent into exile, you still have to do the mitzvahs. So you can't forget. You might say, we're not in Israel, so I can't do it. Um, So Rashi says, no, of course, you're still obligated. Also, there's a note about teaching our children. Rashi tells us over here, once your child can talk right then, don't wait. No pause. Start teaching your kid the fundamentals of Torah from the moment they can talk. There's no argument in the Torah's mind that, oh, I'll do it when he gets older. Right away is the time to teach your kid. Last note of major significance over here. Rashi says that if you look at the... At the phraseology that the Torah uses, it says that we're going to be rewarded to enjoy, if we listen to the Torah, a long life on the land with that Hashem gave to them. The them in that context is the forefathers, the earlier generations is a note to the fact that we believe that those who are deceased who are righteous uh, will be resurrected and come back to join us when the Jewish people are gathered in from the exile and over here is one of the hints of a of a major fundamental of the Jewish beliefs that that there is a time when those who are deceased who deserve it will be brought back to life again uh, when the Jewish people return with the Mashiach to the land of Israel.